0: blog talk radio hello everybody and welcome to the yarn thing podcast i'm your host marley bird you can catch the yarn thing podcast live every tuesday morning at 10 o'clock mountain time that's 12 o'clock on the east coast nine o'clock in the west coast and 11 o'clock in the midwest If you are anywhere else in the world and would like to join us live for the broadcast, please Google what time 10 o'clock Mountain Time is for you. I do live in Denver, Colorado, and you can come and join the fun. Um, It's always a good time here on the podcast. And, uh, you know, it's one of those things where... Gosh, I've been doing this for so long and things kind of (laughs) get thrown at you and you have to start a little bit late and I apologize, today is a little bit later than usual, but uh, I ran out to get a bagel this morning and it took forever at the bagel shop, as ridiculous as that sounds, so sorry that this didn't start right at 10 o'clock, but um, that's kind of how the cookie crumbles sometimes, right? So let's see here. Let me go ahead and say a thank you to our lovely sponsors of the Yarn Thing Podcast. Thank you to Buffalo Wool Company, Creative Bug, Erin Lane Bags, Craftsy.com, Stitches.Events, and last but certainly not least, Red Heart Yarns, where I'm the proud national spokesperson. You can learn more about the sponsors of the Yarn Thing podcast by visiting MarleyBird.com and clicking on the podcast menu or sponsors. And uh, there's a direct link to each one of them right there. So you'll be able to go by and say hello and thank them for sponsoring one of your favorite podcasts. So today's guest is a is a friend of mine. She is fantastic. I adore her. Um, gosh, Brianna and I have been chatting for a while now. I don't even know how long, but I had the pleasure of getting a chance to meet her this summer for the first time when we were both at CGOA. And, um, you know, uh, if you've never had a chance to really go to one of these industry type meetings, um, whether it's a Stitches or a CGOA or a Vogue Knitting or a TNNA, whatever it may be, I want to encourage you to go because you get a chance to not only meet people who might be fans of your work or people that you're fans of their work, but you really get to find people that are your people. Okay. Um, You get to hang out and, and spend time with people who truly understand your passion for knitting or crochet or weaving or spinning or, or whatever it may be. And it's just it's delightful. So here I am at CGOA and I have Brianna in my, in my, my bedroom. It sounds funny, but we were doing anything nefarious. Uh, she was in there actually hanging out. I was showing her the brand new chic sheep yarn for the first time. And we sat there and gosh, I think we talked until two o'clock in the morning, just about life. You know, it was like I always refer to the podcast being like a first date, but it really was, it was like that first date where you've been talking to somebody online for so long and you get a chance to finally meet and you just talk and talk and talk and chat and chat and chat. And it just, it doesn't get old. It feels like you've been friends forever. Like it felt like that. It was, it was spectacular. So, um, have I even told you who I'm talking about? So, Brianna Kemper. <laughs> she is the mastermind behind Brianna K Crochet and Knit. Um, she crochets and knits, so she's just Brianna K. Uh, she's she's amazing, and um, I've been a big fan of hers, and I'm thrilled to have her on the podcast. So, let me go over here and click her, and so we can bring her on the line, and she can say, "Marley, you crazy. So, uh, Brianna, you there? <laughs> I am here. Can you hear me? <laughs> I can hear you great. How can you awesome. hear me? I can. <laughs> what an introduction. Thank you. Oh, well, you know what? It's it's fun when I get to, like I said, it's fun when I get to have my friends on the show and talk to you about, you know, you and tell the world how awesome you are. Like this, that's exciting for me.
1: That's so sweet. I really do. What you were saying, I really do wish like we could have our entire like community of crocheters and knitters just go to one
0: event and we could just party until two or three in the morning. Yes. And yes. it's so much fun. Yes, it seriously is. It's just, it's truly delightful. Um, I don't know. It's just fun. Um, that was your first event though, wasn't it? If I'm like, I'm, I'm racking my brain all of a sudden, wasn't that the first one you'd ever been to?
1: No, no, no. I went to CGOA um, the year before on a whim, actually. Julie and I, from Julie from Incrochet, we had never even met. And, like, seven days before the event, we were like, hey, maybe we should just, like, go last minute to Charleston. And we're like, all right. So here, like, we'd never met before, and we were just like, let's just show up, meet each other for the first time. We never really chatted online. And really? we went to CGOA. Yeah, it was it was crazy. It's like, hey, I'm a stranger. We're going to hang out together. Sometimes crochet is that common bond. That that's all unique. Yes, absolutely. So, and
0: she's fantastic.
1: Yes. Oh, my gosh, I love her. She's wonderful. And so we went again this
0: last year. And then
1: I did go to um, Interweave earlier in the year,
0: too. That's right. I remember that. Duh. <laughs> yes. yeah, duh. Unfortunately, I, I, I think because Florida is so hot, we don't really get a lot
1: of events this side like south or like maybe Texas but so Florida's like yeah, go, you know what, honestly just go ahead and ignore Florida I mean so much <laughs> crazy stuff comes out of Florida anyway <laughs> sorry that's funny yeah.
0: um, uh, you know I was in Atlanta recently at the Atlanta Knitting Guild and it's like one of the largest knitting guilds in the country and they are fantastic and um, like the Atlanta's fight, nice they're so fun but it's hot there too I mean it's hot Oh my gosh, it's yeah. really hot! Wow, but they just sitting there knitting and crocheting with wool, cotton, acrylic—it didn't matter. They just they loved they loved all of it. Like it's just fun and crocheting and knitting. Like it's, i know it's called the Knitting Guild, but there's crocheters there too. It was just—it's just it's awesome. It was just a lot of fun. Anyways, I totally know that you were here for Yarn Fest because you got to meet my my son. I did. Yeah, we went out He's to dinner. Isn't it crazy? Yeah. Time flies. Oh, my gosh, I totally, isn't that nuts? It's so great. I was just talking to Selena about that the other day, too, because Caden uh, brought it up. He was talking about you and Selena and Dennis. Um, he was like, where do those people live? And I was like, oh, well, you know, here's where they <laughs> are. So anyways, anyways, we could go way back. So um, welcome to the podcast. Glad you're here. Thank you. <laughs> Let's, I want to tell people about you, and I want you to kind of, I want you to, um I want you to sing your song. and tell us your story. Okay. Yeah. So I'm, I'm just not gonna, gonna sing. I have a horrible voice. No, 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 no. <laughs> uh, so when did you learn to crochet and knit? And like, take take us along the path of how you got to where you are right now.
1: Oh sure. I think my story is semi similar to most people where. You know, my mom taught me to do everything when I was younger. She's like, you're going to learn to crochet. You're going to learn to sew. I had to sew my own prom dress. I hate sewing. So, like, I hate sewing with a passion. I think sometimes people think that if you can do one craft, you're good at them all, and that's so not true because I kind of want to burn my sewing machine. I still have it. But every time I get it out, I just cringe. So I learned the whole gamut, you know, cross-stitch, quilting. Um, came from a very, you know, handmade type family. But, you know, as I got older, you kind of feel like you're too cool for that. And so I didn't really do a lot in my early 20s. And then once I had my son, I turned to my mom and I was like, hey, it's been a long time since I've crocheted, but can you help me pick it up again? And she was like, absolutely, because, you know, she was was frustrated I was overdue. I was overdue by like 10 days. And so instead of being angry at this baby that wasn't coming out, she's like, Yeah, let's just let's just sit down and crochet. Well, she let me pick out yarn and I picked out like the most textured yarn ever. It might have been homespun, which is like probably not the best yarn to pick up like to see your stitches, but I loved it. And I wanted him to have a cocoon and I got like, I don't know, five rounds in and I said, I don't feel really well. I'm gonna go to bed and she said, You want me to finish this? And I was oh, I was probably really snotty and I was like, No I'm going to finish this cocoon for my baby. Don't touch it. Don't finish it. And then I went into labor. And I oh, think no. halfway through my labor, I know, I think halfway through my labor, I asked my sister, like, what was, you know, what's mom doing? And I was at a birthing center. So she was out in the in the nice, like, lobby area. And she was like, oh, she's finishing her cocoon. And I remember being so, like, no. And I was like, <laughs> oh, who cares? I'm in a contraction. Like, just you'll make the next thing. So she ended up crocheting some things that were on him for his newborn photo shoot. And then I decided, you know, I still wanted to make him lots of stuff. And we were going to go to Disney. So I'm like, oh, Mickey Mouse hat, like how hard could that be? But apparently, if you haven't crocheted for a while, a Mickey Mouse hat ends up having lopsided ears and looks like wretched. But I put it on my kid happily anyway. And then I just took off from there where I just, I kept wanting to make him, more and more and more crochet things. And then I had a a local photographer that was like, hey, you should make me stuff too. And so I kept making her stuff. And that's mainly where it started. I didn't get into design. The the design part kind of came in a unique way, I think, a a really cute story. But there was a little boy named Aiden, and he was born with a brain brain Uh, defect. It's very rare. He was born with a lot of fluid on his brain and the doctors didn't really know what to do. So they sent him home. They sent him home and they said, you know, we'll keep checking on him every other day, but they weren't sure if he was going to live. So they need to see that he could be strong enough for surgery. So this photographer called me and said, hey, there's this little boy. I know that you're not making stuff right now. You have a newborn. Um, but I wouldn't call you and bug you if it wasn't important. I have this last-minute photo shoot for this boy. We don't even know if he's going to live tomorrow. We're going to go ahead and do this photo shoot. Can you come up with something special? And she, she first said, like, can you do angel wings? And my husband and I were on our very first date after having a baby, and I said, you know, I love the idea of angel wings, except for in this situation I feel like it's just not enough. It's a bit maybe morbid. Like, I don't, I, I'd rather, like, him be seen as a fighter. So my husband said, you know, he's a sports anchor, so he thinks, you know, fighter, a boxer. He's like, why don't you make a boxing outfit? And I was like, perfect. So I go online. I'm searching the web like crazy. I'm like, somebody just give me a boxer pattern. I got to have this done by like 9 a.m. And it's already like 10 p.m. And there was nothing. I could find nothing that would help me make a little boxer outfit. So I just oh, no. one. one. And it was cute. It was absolutely cute. I I finished it literally at the shoot. I showed up through the front door, like, doing the laces through the mitt. And we did. We did this. I helped out, and we did this cute little photo shoot for Aiden. And Aiden is only um, a few weeks younger than one of mine. So it's been fun. He is alive and doing well. He's a fighter. He's um, walking now. And I mean, every time I see a picture of him, it just makes me smile. And he's such a smiley kid. And so I love seeing him grow. And that photo shoot really just touched me. You know, it was also emotional because I had a little baby at home and I thought like, there's so many babies out there that are are little fighters. And um, I I think I posted it in some crochet group because I was so proud of it. And I had so many people say, I want this. I want to, I want to make this for my little fighter. And that's where I started hearing and seeing so many stories, cute little, you know, preemies or, or babies born that they, they start life fighting and they, they fight hard and you know parents that want to celebrate that and honor that. And so I was like, you know what? I have to like try to write a pattern. And in all honesty, it probably was not the greatest. I've redone it since. But this is what I also love about this community is the first pattern I ever put out, had I bought that, I might have slapped the designer in all honesty. I'm like, no, go back to the draw. do this better. But the community is so kind. I know. Our community really is so kind, and um, they guide you sometimes. And sometimes they guide you with harsh criticism, but it's great. And um, it, it pushed me to do better, and especially at the kindness of, of others around me. And I went from there, and I just kept making cute. You know, I first started with a lot of newborn outfits, a lot of cute little newborn outfits. And as my children have grown, I've, I've ventured into older and and. Adults, and then you know, then I was like, hey, what about me? Maybe I should make something for for myself, and not just cute little babies. So that's really where I got started. And a lot of times, it's this industry that drives me. It's the the either requests for items or just just being inspired by all the amazing things around us and the situations in life that sometimes you know a really meaningful situation design designs our future, and we don't even realize it at the time. It's such a profound moment that if, we are, if we're open to things, sometimes we, we find a beautiful path. Because that night that I was making that for baby Aiden, I was tired. I had a newborn. I was breastfeeding. I had had zero sleep. I thought I was going to go crazy. And staying up to do that outfit pushed me pretty hard in that phase of life. But I knew it was important. And as I look back, I didn't even realize how important that Night was and, and in all honesty, it was a very emotional night. I still remember that night, holding my mm. precious, you know, few-week-old baby, and knitting this outfit for a baby that might not make it. And even when I talk about it, I get a little bit emotional because it was just, it was so profound. And so I do love that that really is the defining moment that I was like, I'm going to design, I'm going to, I'm going to make what I'm going to make, and it's going to be for this beautiful reason. And so I, I love that story because it really is what kicked me to the design side and um, is so near and dear to my heart. And every single time I still see, you know, years later, I see people post, you know, gloves and, and these little boxer outfits. And sometimes people will hang the gloves on the um, the preemie's, like, incubator, hoping that the preemie will grow into those gloves. And every time I see that, it's so touching. And I, I I don't even know that people understand how meaningful that is to me to, to be able to give that, that, that simple pattern to the community that means so much in terms of just hoping for the future and our little fighters that, that really do, do fight and they make it and they're strong and they're, they're beautiful children. So it's, it's fun to see that. I love it. I just recently donated another outfit. I think it's probably the outfit I've made the most um, and I just donated another little outfit to a preemie Fighter. And so I love I love following their stories. It's so beautiful.
0: Oh my gosh. That is like one of the best yeah. stories. And I always cry. Uh listeners of the podcast know that I mean I I'm always I mean, I wear my my heart is on my sleeve hundred and ten percent of the time. And uh what a great story. What a great story. Yeah. I mean wow, that is impactful. That's a that's a great that's a, great, um, that's a great, that's a great, that's a great, testimony keeps coming to my brain, but I keep saying, that's a great story. It's great. Uh, I love that. So here you are, you start writing patterns. Your first one, kind of hard. You should have seen my first one. It was awful. And, <laughs> and I sent it to the magazine and they were so cute. It, it was a weave crochet and Kim Worker. I said, Kim, I just wasn't sure what um, abbreviations to use. So I know this is like super long. <laughs> like, no, no, that's okay. Just, you know, you'll get better with time. She said, yeah, it was pretty long it took a long time to condense down like I wrote line by line and it <laughs> essentially it ended up being like rows one through 50 do this it was awful all have to, <sighs> there's a place where you have to begin there's a place where you have to start and right here you are you're like okay I'm, I'm jumping in I'm doing this and knowing you so much better now than I before like that does not surprise me at all that you just jumped in and it's like, okay, I'm going to do this. And I'm like both feet forward. Let's move. Let's get this happening. Uh, so how, yeah. how, what was your path? Like, so you decided, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to design. I'm going to do this. What was your next step? And remember there's people listening who they could be in the same boat in the sense of they're like, I, I want to do something. I just don't know what. You know, my
1: next step learning from those around me, my next step was to really Examine pattern writing, which really should have been the first step. But I feel like after that
0: first pattern, it was my second step.
1: Oh, those look good. Those are good. Vanilla no wafers. Right. Um,
0: right. I was just typing. Apparently, my kids were down here in my office because I just saw them, and I was like, <laughs> "Are you kidding me, vanilla wafers?" <laughs> I was, yeah. I was just typing on like Facebook. Hansel and Gretel. Right? Yeah, they yeah. Have, like the Hansel and Gretel <laughs> trail. Tr- they are caught oh red-handed. Those little, those little something. All right. Sorry. Yeah. Go
1: ahead. <laughs> your, so I, I moved forward and a lot of the stuff I ended up doing was requests by my son. Like, you know, he wants this, he wants that. And I, this is, this is what I want to tell other people that are starting to design is you are going to make mistakes. So don't let that stop you from moving forward. Because I think a lot of us, we feel like if we make a mistake, that's that's hard to recover from, but it's not. And I, I, really don't know any designer I've met so far that doesn't say, "Oh, I made mistakes," because we all do. It's just kind of part of the learning process sometimes. And for me, it was, um, well, after my first pattern, I really wanted to examine to write, like, what is my style? What is my voice? What's my format? What, is, what does it look like? Um, and then, and then Which eventually, hard, it, right? practice.
0: It is Isn't hard. It's hard. It is hard. And then, so hard.
1: And you want it to to be you. You want it to be you. And so that takes. Time. And it's really, really important to allow yourself the time to do it and the energy, you'll put the energy into it. And my, my second mistake that I made was, was characters. Um, I did a lot of like, oh, my son wants this Olaf outfit or whatever, so I would make it. And later, you know, looking back, I ended up pulling all of my character designs because once I was educated through the Facebookers, once again, community educating me. I, you know, just, I couldn't sleep at night after that. I'm like, I, I cannot handle trademarks. I don't want to be, I don't want to lose everything I have. And then I am building all my hard work because, you know, Disney or whoever else comes after me, which they have, you know, they have for people before. So it's, it's scary. Yeah. And so oh, that yeah. was my, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a, trademark is definitely something that I don't think we tend to talk about as much in the industry openly, but it's very serious. And I love when I see designers, yeah, I love when I see designers um, politely comment on posts saying, hey, you know, did you know that this is trademark protected? And they're not doing it to be mean. They're really not, they're really looking out for you. And that's what happened for me is I started seeing these posts or I don't know if someone warned me and I really was like, can I, you know, because it's hard. It's confusing to know, like, is this fan art? Can I do this? Can I not do this? And through my research, I learned, nope, don't do it, drop it, run away, run, run, run. And so I dropped all the trademark, which dropped quite a few of my patterns out of my shop. And instead of allowing that to be another roadblock, I pushed forward. And I think that is one of the best things I could have ever done. And sometimes mistakes end up being the best path because it really pushed me to be more creative, to be more original, to find my own voice and my own ideas without using, you know, trademark as kind of an easy design crutch. Yep. So that's um, the the next mistake that I made. And then from there, I really feel like it just flew. I mean, I, one day I decided I wanted to learn to knit. And then I pretty much almost snapped my needles and threw them for kindling. And so then <laughs> I, I, what you think. I, I, it's just, I, I really, at first I was like, I don't see how this is possible. I really just, And my sisters were around when I was, they're always around, but they were around when I was learning to knit one day. And all of a sudden across the room, they started laughing, literally laughing at me because, you know, I've always been a person in my family that a lot of the crafts I pick up, I can do. And I look at them like, what are you laughing at? And they're like, oh my gosh, you look pathetic right now. Like you are struggling (laughs) so hard. And the way you're holding those needles, I don't think is right. I mean, they don't know how to knit either, but they're telling me I'm doing it wrong just because I look so awkward. (laughs) and eventually I pushed past that and I I just kept going and practicing and I started small instead of like rushing into this huge project I'm like all right, I'm just going to cast on and I'm going to knit for you know 10 rows and then I'm going to undo it and I'm going to try a different cast on and I'm going to do this for 10 rows and so it is important to start out small you get less frustrated and then I was able to really fly with knitting and I love knitting I, I just I think I'm like most people that I love every aspect of this. I love knit. I love crochet. I love fiber. I love felting for fun sometimes, like yeah. felting little ornaments for the Christmas tree. Like, I want to do it. I would love to learn to spin someday when I have that magical free time thing everyone keeps talking about.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it would be awesome. You know- I love felting. I love felting, and like you, I totally threw my needles across the room, and it, I was I was so upset. I'm like, this is this is so frustrating. And my husband knows how competitive I am. And I mean, so I had a frenemy. You know what a frenemy is? Like they're your friend, but you're, yeah. you're like you're in constant competition with them. So he's sitting there. We're sitting in bed. I was in my bedroom, and I threw it across. I've told this story before, but I threw it across the room, and my husband is, like, flipping the channels with the remote. And he said, doesn't so-and-so knit? And I just looked at him. I was like, you're such a jerk. (laughs) And, like, I got up and went and picked it back up, and I'm like, I'm going to do this. And for me, it wasn't until I was able to
1: accept it.
0: Oh, Exactly it wasn't until I was able to, in a sense, figure out what the stitches were doing as compared to crochet. Like when it clicked for me that yeah, yeah. binding off the stitches for knitting is very similar to what I'm doing in crochet, only I'm doing it every stitch. Like it was like, yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. I like, it, there was a light bulb that just clicked with me. Um, but yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. it that this just so familiar and all the crafts. I want to do all the crafts. Like, I I love. Have you ever um, crochet felted like purses and stuff? I oh, do that. girl. I am telling you, it is so much fun. Like the fabric is really nice and thick, and it just oh, it creates God. something. I awesome. want to do it all. And, oh my gosh, it's fantastic. I love it. I love it. Oh my gosh! So here and you are. rug. You... Yes. Those like have those you...
1: like cool. What is that called? The cool needles that like go through and they do like the rug.
0: Oh, what is that? It's not punch needle? Is it? Or Yeah, it's like, like a punch yeah. needle maybe. Oh, isn't that awesome? Oh, yes. I wish you lived here. I'm so not moving to Florida. I wish you lived here. <laughs> <laughs> I so love fun.
1: Florida so much. Oh That's a God. funny thing. I've never been happier. I, I grew up in Idaho. I grew up in a lot of snow. And we lived in California for a while and I have never been happier. I do have some like winter blues where I don't have winter and I want to wear like all the crochet stuff and I get to like throw it all on in layers for like one day. And I try to make that day really count. Then like, you know, (laughs) I make a lot of stuff that we don't tend to use as much, but I'm still going to make it because it's pretty.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I love that. So here you are, you learn to knit, you're crocheting, you're making patterns, you've learned lessons through, you know, not violating copyright. And like, when does everything really start to really take shape for you? And I mean, beyond that, how did you learn how to write patterns for different things that you're making? Because, so there's a lot of people in like on Facebook right now, Brittany Roop, she says that um, she feels like you're a direct representation of her, that she's trying to figure out where to start and where to go from um, her position of having all these patterns in a notebook that she's written down, but she doesn't know where to go from there. Um, Like what would be your piece of advice? What steps did you take?
1: My advice is, you know, look at some of the top people in the industry and also the craft yarn council is a great website to start with. I know it sounds boring, but it's almost like, When you buy something and everyone's like, read the manual, read the manual. Actually, when I picked up photography, everyone will tell you to read the manual for the camera. And you're thinking, like, really, what am I going to get out of the manual? But you do. And the Craft Yarn Council is really the manual for, you know, crochet and and kind of the rules, the base rules. Now, do you always have to follow those rules? No. But you have to know them and how to apply them and the basics of everything, sizing. And there's a lot – now I feel like there's so much available to people that want to get into design. I know some, some people in their – I think Selena does in her um, Etsy shop. She's um, PDF files. It's like a fill in the blank. Like, here's the things you need in a pattern. These are things you absolutely have to have. Here's what they are. And that's a great place to start. I love that she did that for the community because we so need it. If, if I would have known that was around when I first started, I would have I purchased that. Right. And then um, – and then you kind of, after a while, you kind of figure out your own style. And I know my style is a bit different than most. I don't know if I've seen it quite like I do it, which is, which is great. It's fine. But when I, I'm very visual and I'm very like, I like boxes, I guess you could say. You know, when I organize a lot of my yarn, I organize them by boxes. So I kind of took what I was doing naturally in my life, my organization life, and I did it in my document to where when I write my patterns, um, they're in a table format. Now, when I publish for a magazine, I have to take it out of that and follow more of the craft yarn council guides. But when I do it on my own, I, I find it so easy to have this table of, like, here's my rows on the left side, here's my description in the middle, and then I have to have my stitch count on the right. And for me, it, it may not be the solution for everybody, but for me, it's I follow that format and it just feels like everything's in a box and everything's good and I know what I need to do. To get that pattern finished and so eventually I think you develop your own template and mm-hmm. then it becomes going into like filling in the blanks making sure everything's there and pretty and then of course either having it tech edited or tested by testers and tech editing is also a really really great route that I've explored more so in the last year and I find a tech editor can push you beyond what testers can do sometimes because they, they question you a little bit more, which is, which is great. I think the best thing you can do is ask for very aggressive feedback and be ready for it and don't defend anything. Listen. The most important thing to do is to listen and just be open to what feedback people are going to give you because you can only get stronger from that. Criticism is your best friend. And that's yeah. really important in this industry to take criticism, not as a roadblock, but as a stair to move forward. Yeah. So it's, um, that's really what I've explored more last year. And then um, this year has been a really, really exciting year for me. Um, just because I like crochet and knit and a lot of my baby outfits and other items, I love designing something in crochet and then saying, okay, here it is a knit or vice versa. But a lot of times, you know, my fans started to anticipate that. They wanted both. And there are times where I really could not do both. Like, I could do it in knit, but I'm like, okay, you're really not going to like it if I do it in crochet. Right. Or sometimes some things look better in crochet and some things look better in knit. And that's okay. I'm, I'm 100% content with that. But a lot of my fans were not. They know I love the look of this. I really, really want you to do it in crochet. And I really hated saying it, but I was like, I can't. Like, I know I designed it in knit, but I really, I personally would not be happy with it. I know I'm not going to be happy with it if I do this certain design in crochet. And a lot of that came down to cabling. And that's the one thing that drove me nuts. And uh, I couldn't handle it. And this is, this is usually where the best foot comes forward for most people is when you're faced with a challenge. And sometimes it feels like a challenge you're not going to overcome very easy, and this challenge was was a long, drawn-out challenge that took a lot of research and a lot of, I can't even tell you how many swatches, Um, and this is where this year I've invented infinity crochet, and that has been one of the funnest projects I've ever done. I'd have to say, for me, the highlight of my career so far, because I'm enjoying it so much. Sometimes design isn't just about pumping out products, it's about enjoying that process, And infinity crochet is the process I have really enjoyed, more so, I think, than anything I've ever done. I find it totally fun. I've been really excited about it. I've been playing around with your yarn, which I adore. Um, It looks beautiful in cables. And I cannot wait. I mean, there is a sneak peek on Instagram, which everyone's freaking out about. But um, I cannot wait until that design very, very soon.
0: I got to (laughs) look. I know. I know. I'm so happy. I'm so happy you're using my yarn. Like I couldn't even, I when I I was like, okay, Red Heart, we have got to send this lady some yarn. They were like, okay, whatever you think. I'm Like, okay, cool. <laughs> Yay. All right. I mm-hmm. really
1: enjoyed working with it. It's it's stunning. Um, I have this scarf across my lap on this like Florida print swing outside, and um, it's I love it. Like. You know, a lot. A lot of, I'm very, very critical of myself when I design, and you know, I turn to my photographer friends who else. I'm like, does this look okay? And you are like, oh, I love it. And I'm like, yeah, it's great. But I'll be, with infinity crochet. I'll be honest. Like the scarf I'm working on with your yarn. I'm like,
0: oh my gosh, this that's is it? stunning. That one with all the really great cables. I can't. My phone isn't really yeah. showing it very well. Oh, that is so lot. pretty. I saw that. I yeah, saw this that's come it. Up on it and I was like, is that mine? I don't know if it's mine. I hope that it's mine. Is. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. It's so pretty. It's so pretty.
1: And, like, I'm not usually the type to, like, say I, – I tend to, like, not really toot my own horn very often. I'm like, yeah, it's great. It's okay. But I'll be honest. This yarn and those cables, I'm like, oh, this is fabulous. Like, I'm willing to – I want to shout it from the mountaintops. And that's the first time I've ever really felt this way where I'm like, this is stunning. This is beautiful. This is amazing. I adore it. Oh, and it I'm really, really awesome. proud. Yeah, I'm really proud to bring this. Yes, I love it. I'm really proud to bring this to the crochet industry and combine, like, beautiful yarn and beautiful patterns. And I feel like I've really come out of my shell this year. A lot of it was done in private. You know, it's all just kind of come public more now. I have, like, a bazillion designs sitting in my office. I'm probably torturing my testers. But there, this year I feel like is the year that I finally, like, really, really brought something to the table that I'm really, really proud of. And I'm really excited about I'm really excited to see what's done with it. I think that um, it will become very mainstream. At least that's my dream and that's my hope. Because these cables, of it, for, for everyone who's watching this that hasn't um, seen this yet, um, I call it infinity crochet. Um, it's written a little bit different than, you know, before we cabled with post stitches. These are done a little bit different. Um, we don't go all the way around the post. And it's not it's not necessarily surface stitching because these act in a different way. And when I was working with an amazing tech editor, I kept saying, you know, do we call these front posts because they're not really? And she straight up was like, no, this is different. We have to call them something different because they, you know, they work within the fabric differently. But it's not complicated. That's the fun thing about it. When you work these up, I've had so many people say like, duh, light bulb. Like, why were we not doing it this way before? Because by doing cables this way, we've eliminated holes to the you know, the left and the right and behind the cables. A lot of cables we would have gap and holes, which really wouldn't allow us to travel fast, like really fast across the line, which can sometimes limit certain swirls or cable designs we would want to do. Um, it also the reason why it's called infinity is because we can start and stop wherever we want cleanly. There's a curve, like an opening curve and a and a closing curve which allows us to do beautiful swirls, start and stop cables, not just have like a, a – which sometimes I do like the look of just like stopping a cable, but we can also finish it off and have a start and stop, which the scarf I'm working on in your yarn has a beautiful start and stop that I cannot wait to show people. Um, and then we can also do letters and symbols, which is really exciting and that's coming soon. Um,
0: and then it can be
1: both designs horizontal and vertical and that's really fun too as a designer. I, I know maybe for the the general population it won't this one won't excite they'll see patterns, it'll be great. But I think designers will really key in on this one and be really excited for it. That if I'm creating a pillow or a hat and I can work it from whatever direction I want to. Because we can start and stop at any point with these cables, we no longer have to necessarily go you know, left to right or bottom to top. We could do all. We can do either. So if you wanted to have your background stitch look a certain way, maybe maybe look more horizontal, but you want your cable to kind of start and stop in a different aspect as if you're doing a band. Because normally if we were doing a horizontal band to a vertical stitch, we would stitch that band on later, that cable band. But now we can work it all as one piece. And that's, Really hard to describe without visuals, but really, really exciting.
0: I love it. How did you come up? just trial and error? Yes. Yeah. That's the question that's been asked the
1: most. I've actually had a lot of um, magazine people be like, how, why? And and it has been a secret for about a year. I didn't want to release it until I knew not only that I could do it, but that I could do it in a way that's teachable and simple and, like, really minimalized. In terms of like, here's the basic rules and this is what we do. Um, it really started that I was frustrated that I could not give crochet what I wanted to when it came to cables. I, people would ask me left and right, and I'm like, I'm really frustrated. And instead of instead of saying like, nope, too bad, I just sat down one day and I was like, no, I am sorry, this has to be possible. But I really wanted to do infinity. My ultimate goal was infinity. But I realized the first week I was really into the study of can this be done that we had to fix the holes. There was no way I was going to be able to do an infinity design without fixing those gaps and holes within the the fabric. So then I started exploring that aspect of it and then came back to the infinity symbol once once I found a clean way to do that. And then once I could create a circle, I knew we had it. But I wanted to have time with it selfishly to explore it before I released it. When I released it, I wanted to do it as a whole package, not just like, hey, I did a circle, good luck, have fun. I wanted to explore it for a while so that I knew it was a good product and not confusing. Because if we look at what I started doing almost a year ago, it you know just like any other design, it's crap. Like, <laughs> it's, it's not, it was gymnastics. It was really like, well, maybe we connect this way, and then we do a backflip this way. And it worked, but it was not really cohesive. And so it took me, um, I would say, a couple months to really narrow down those rules. And then from there it still changed and evolved. And um, I'm also not naive that I really think as other designers – you know, practice with this and get their hands on this, just like with any other technique that's ever been introduced to the industry, a lot of brilliant minds tend to come together and improve it. And so I'm sure there will be something that comes along eventually that improves it even further. But before I released it, I almost released it, and I, I, I went back and I said, okay, I, I think it's complete except for one thing, and that's charting it. And oh, wow. that was that was something we had to think about because it didn't, chart easily when you were thinking about charting it but now if you see a chart it charts like beautifully and it's simple and like you look at these things and you're probably like oh well duh, that looks like that probably happened overnight but it doesn't it looks very very simple and that's what we wanted but it took a while for us to really get there to make it visually understandable without even having to read the pattern I wanted the charts to be
0: stand alone if they needed to be so a lot of aspects you say we we worked on this I mean who did you who did you work with for these charts charts I mean you and I have had this discussion charts for me are oh I hate charts oh you hate them I love them I love them I love reading them
1: I don't like making
0: them (laughs) oh no I pay people to do that because I can't do it the way I want it done and I want it done perfect I I I I can't ever get it the way I want it but if I pay my tech editor to do it she gets it perfect every time and I'm like that's, that's money well spent for me.
1: Right, right. Well, now I worked with Cherie, which is also someone you work with. That, that's how I got her name.
0: Awesome, yes. And
1: then, yes, yes. Um, she, was, she was the main one behind it. I had a lot of sketches of, like, I think this is where it's going. I think this is what I want. But I'm not, I was not great at InDesign. I wasn't sure, you know, like, the technical side of it. And right. then um, we would – and I had a few – you know, everyone develops their few close friends testers throughout the industry – So I would like you take screenshots and be like, "What do you think of this? What do you think of this?" and and they would try it out because you need that like blank slate. You need someone who hasn't been talking about it, hasn't seen it, and they would say, "Oh, this part's confusing. It doesn't actually make visual sense. It could mean this or it could mean this." And then we would go back to the drawing board and say, "Okay, well, we did have it this way." but it's got to be changed. Let's, let's think about this. And I'd be like, you know, and then we would talk about it and we, we would decide like, let's try this. And I'd kick it back over to the testers to say, does this work for you? And so it took a few tries to really get down like the basic symbols of what we should do, which I'm trying, Oh, I guess I can't insert photos here, but um, it's a fun process. It's, it's been a, it's been a ride. It's been, you know, it's, it's good I'm a developed designer because it has cost quite a bit of money to develop during a time where I wasn't putting out designs. I was pretty quiet for a while. I, I even had people message me saying, are you okay? Are you not designing anymore? And I'm like, oh, well, yeah, sorry, I am designing in secret.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and,
1: you know, it, I, so I, t- I kind of in a way took a break from, you know, income I could have made during the, t- the time designing something else. And putting all of my energy to infinity crochet. And so far, I really think it's been worth it. But even even just being able to do these designs myself, I get such gratification from doing it. It's so much fun. I think designers are really going to enjoy it. Um, I think it opens up a lot of doors. And then we no longer have to fight a lot of the issues that we hated about cables. And um, at CDOA, I actually on the side quietly shared it with, um, an editor of one of the main crochet magazines and, you know, I, I told her, I said, you know, I'm not, I'm not trying to say that I think that, you know, I'm the, the end all that this is the end all be all, but I really think I've got something here and I think it's going to be pretty big and I, you know, personally, I think it's kind of fun. And she said that she actually hates tables and she loves these cables and she thinks that these will eventually replace what we're doing in the industry just because they give us so many more options and ability with designing crochet. And when she said that, I pretty much almost had a panic attack. Oh um, my gosh. It just felt like a lot. You know, I don't leave the house much. So it just felt like a lot of pressure in a way where she was like, no, this is, this is going to be huge. Um, this is great for designers. This is great for crocheters. You know, you're eliminating a lot of the problems with cables that we don't like. This is a beautiful look. And, I, yeah, I, I think I remember talking to Kathy later. She looked at She's like, are you okay? And I'm like, I'm fine. I just, you know, I'm overwhelmed. Um, and, and I felt bad because the rest of the day I was a bit like, you know, I, I'm open about having anxiety. I, I do like a lot of people suffer from some anxiety. And it's crazy how sometimes good news or something fun makes me be like, all right, somebody give me a paper bag. I need to breathe. But um, it's all good, and I really have enjoyed the response to it, and I'm really excited. And I know Julie, Julie from, you know, from E Crochet. She's so much fun. We have so much fun together. I love her. you know, I turned to her a while ago, and I was like, you know you have to do something fun. And so she's coming with something soon, too. I'm guessing socks, but I don't want to assume, but I am hoping that she, cause she's really great at socks that she brings us a really cool pair of socks with infinity crochet.
0: Oh my gosh. We can go oh ahead and gosh. put on that pressure. <laughs> I know you just laid it out there. You know, she's going to, she's listening. And she's like, Oh man. And she's totally like, she's talking to you in French right now. <laughs> oh, she's totally talking to you in French right now. i <laughs> sure. Oh, so I have, no pressure, I Julie, but you're going <laughs> to, so I did purchase when you announced Infinity Crochet. I was I was ecstatic for you. Like I had tears in my eyes. I'm like, you go. Aww. Like I'm Aww. so happy for you. Um. So I purchased the 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 patterns and stuff on Ravelry. And I did look through the charts and I was like, wow, these are amazing and so intuitive. Like it makes sense as I'm looking at these charts. Um. I wish I could show one. I I don't know how to. I there's I can't, can't have, have of it. it. Well, oh, I don't have one printed. I wonder if I could do a screenshot and try and, I yeah. you know, hear. let yeah. me see if I can print. I don't know if my printer's working. Let me see if I could do this. Let me see if, because if anything, I can show it on the YouTube live stream and because they can get it. I'm not even going to show the full yeah. thing so yeah. that way they don't steal it. Not they, but you know what I mean. <laughs> I don't want to steal your work. <laughs> yeah. Um. So let's see if I can make this work. I don't even know. But it's it's really great how I'm able to, to see exactly what I am supposed to do as I'm looking at these stitches. Um, and I love that you did take the time to chart these. Like I think that's really smart to do that. It was fun.
1: And I, and I can't wait. I know, and, you know life is so busy and, and, you know, I always will put my family first. So my son's kind of had a rough start to kindergarten this year. So I spent a lot of time at school with him. And it's always hard to have that balance between what you want to do with work and what, you know, you need to do with family. And I love family. But I do have plans for the future that I, I really would like to offer a designer's course. Um, I have some really unique tips and tricks to quickly design this. Like, I, I've shown a couple designers, and really, it's, it's mind-blowing at how easy, like, how much easier it is now to design with this on paper. And it's just, you see it, and you're like, wow, that's just, like, so simple. It's brilliant. And, and but it's complete. And I yeah. enjoy design that's why I think I enjoy designing with it because I've been able to design a few things without touching yarn on paper according to like the rules of the Infinity Crochet and I'll kick it to a tester and they'll make it and it's perfect. You know, as long as I do my gauge swatch and everything else. I don't even have to touch yarn to be able to design these beautiful cables with it that are like very impressive and I and I love it. And so I have I have exciting plans in the future to to you know work with designers and really hopefully push this a little bit more towards mainstream and not not like I'm pushing this mainstream because of me, but I really wanted to go mainstream because I've always wanted to contribute something to the crochet community that means a lot that is really cool and I want the crochet community to have it to use it to I mean the best way to Say thank you to somebody who invents something is to use it, to use it, and to play with it, and to give them credit. And so it's really, I'm really excited what what I've seen behind the scenes so far. I'm really excited for the future, and I really hope that the crochet world really, really enjoys this because I think for all of us, um, we just want to bring good products, which you did with the yarn line. So you're way ahead of all this. (laughs) You've got this like 100% merino yarn line out there now, so you can go ahead and check that box, Marley.
0: Um, like a thousand times oh my gosh you know um, you're, you're, so funny. you're so cute just real quickly on so i am streaming today i am not only doing blog talk radio for the podcast i am streaming live on facebook live and i'm also streaming live on youtube live stream i am like i'm a ninja of all of the electronics today but on the live stream on youtube i can actually add an image and so i added an image and it's oops i'm I'm still learning. So you got to bear with me, but um, I added an image of the chart and I'm going to make it big here, but people can see just a brief little clip of this chart and it's cool because they can look at these and you don't know what those symbols are because you literally had to make them up. I mean, I'm guessing you could probably look at those and be like, yes. all right, so yes. two hashtags, one hashtag. Okay, but what is the circle? Yeah. What, is, what is that? So um, I just wanted to have them see a glimpse of what the actual chart could look like. So if you're interested, everybody, you can check out the YouTube live stream, and that's just on the Marley Bird YouTube page. Um, sorry, I wish I knew how to do it on Facebook Live. I totally show you there, too, but I can't. So <laughs> here we are. But this is amazing. Like, this is amazing. And what's cool here is you've made it really simplified or making, like, even Celtic cables very simplified. Yeah, yeah. I love that.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Celtic cables really, 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 we've we've seen seen them. them, them, But we really want to see them like the possibility we can do now. We can turn, we can we can weave, we can bob, we can, you know, kind of weaving and bobbing. And we can, like, cross and, and the main, the main thing about Infinity or being able to do cables like this, like, like with knit or anything else, is to be able to travel quickly and not to, like, I love knit cables. I will always love knit cables. The number one thing I hear people say is, oh, I love knit cables so much more than crochet. But stick with the crochet because I have found that these cables can do a few unique things now that knit does not.
0: And right. that's what's
1: exciting is to give an edge to crochet cables that knit does not have. And that's that these can travel across your fabric left and right a lot faster and quicker and wider than knit cables that I'm seeing knit cables be able to do because at some point you're stretching your fabric with knit cables, but with this, you're not. You can, you can have it sit very nicely. And the other thing is it's huge, which I will love exploring this one forever, is that we can use pretty much, I mean, I haven't found one I haven't been able to do yet, any background fabric. And so that's where I knew it was really fun was when I designed that skirt that's coming out soon that was in my promo video where we have a shell stitch with cables running on it. And that's really fun. We yeah. haven't really I, I don't think I've seen that yet. So it, it. what that brings to the table is a different drape with a cable. And that's so exciting, and that's something that I'm really, I'm really happy to bring some excitement to the crochet world because I hear crocheters say all the time, like, "Oh, knitters get all the attention; like they get the nice cables or whatever else." And there's, for, I've always been fascinated with this, you know, knit versus crochet world. It's quite funny, um, right? start of set. <laughs>
0: When they yes. meet up, when when CGOA and TKGA used to be together, like they'd meet up and they'd walk in the room, snapping their fingers, you know? Oh, yeah. It just, it's totally, so
1: it's totally like, it's like, like that. It's totally like that. Yep. It's totally like that. And then you've got, totally got to like buy in the middle. And then you've got to <gasps> buy in the middle, like, hey,
0: everybody's yeah. great. Yeah, they're trying to keep well, the okay. <laughs> I know. So yep. I'm
1: excited to bring crocheters something that gives them a really cool edge in cable. So, I feel like instead of being jealous of Nick Cables, now we can be like, hey, hey, we have really <laughs> cool cables that can do a lot of stuff. They can snap, oh, they, they can snap their fingers all they want now.
0: <laughs> I love this so the response has been excellent with um, editors with um, different companies out there. Is, there is there a book coming? are you going to self publish a book? are you going to do YouTube stuff? do you want to come here to my studio and do classes? I like do classes, totally. you know you totally um, should you should come here we should put together I mean I got everything you need here might as well come here and do some right. videos that'd be awesome
1: so I am, I'm exploring all my options and that takes some time um, as far as publishing goes, you know, I, I, always, I always look to the other designers in the industry. And, I, you know, I think sometimes people are afraid to ask or to talk to each other. I'm an open book, so I'm like, hey, what's up with publishing? What do you think? And I've never had a designer not open up and be honest with me. And that's what I love about that part of this industry is, like, we're, we're stronger together when we know, you know, what's out there professionally for us. And in terms of publishing, I think I am actually leaning towards self-publishing, which is going to be a really fun adventure. I've kind of started on that.
0: I love um, I'm that sure idea. I'm, it's going
1: to be. Yes, I'm sure it's going to be a, a learning. A, you know, next time when you come talk to me and have me on the show, I'll be like, "So, mistake number three. <laughs> <laughs> learning <laughs> experience number three. Um, it will be interesting. I, but I'm really looking forward to that adventure. That's going to be a fun adventure
0: um okay so pause right there just because i have i have total mommy brain all the time and i will forget after the show talk to me i will give you some input and some great contacts to get in touch with about self-publishing um that i think would be really 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 helpful for you so if i don't say that now i will forget so that's so pardon me i hear you interrupting but okay go ahead
1: (laughs) fine. we'll be talking Okay. Um, the other part of this is this, and I am definitely an open book when it comes to a lot of stuff. Um, I think being open is, is, a, is a beautiful thing, um, and it is scary sometimes to put yourself out there, but I will say this about videos. I would really like to do, I definitely am going to be doing on my own, um, a, a, like, how to design with this, with more of like a designer's course. Um, I'll be setting that one up, and it's going to be a ton of fun. But I really would like to do a, you know, full-on here is how to infinity crochet video. And I have been exploring options with different companies. And I think some of the companies that we know are some of the biggest companies, and one is called Crafty, and they just went through a change, and they were purchased by NBC. And, you know, I, in all honesty, this is what's so crazy to me is I turned it down. Um, it is, you know, I, I've had people me behind the scenes, are you going to do a Crafty class? Are you going to do it? Are you going to do it? And I ended up having an attorney and an agent look over the contract that they're offering. And I think with the change with NBC, unfortunately, I didn't feel like for my business that contract was very fair. It's a very long contract. And people that know me know that my husband is a sports anchor in a top-20 market, and we have lots and lots of friends. So contracts are very, very common in our households, And this contract was tighter than his which is yeah. crazy to me that a contract is for share, the contract is more limiting than people we know that work for ABC, NBC, and CBS on a national level. So I decided that the best thing for me was thank you thank you so much for the offer. And, and with doors still open, I may do something with Crafty Sunday. I hope so because I love the people there. And I actually know one of the producers because um, she used to be a co-anchor with my husband. So I love her. I love I love what I've seen, but in terms of owning a business, I didn't start a business to sell it. Uh, I want to be the sole owner not only of now, but my future with this business. So for me, it wasn't the right decision. I'm not saying it's not the right decision for others. It all depends on your goals and what you want to do with your business and in the industry. But I do, I am somewhat discouraged right now. That's just another roadblock that hopefully I can turn into a stair. Um, I'm a little bit discouraged about what the industry offers designers in terms of like m- monetary compensation and also what they want in return from you. Um, it seems to be very one-sided, which is common for big business and in every industry. So you just have to decide what, what's best for you and what's not best for you. So as far, as far as the how-to video side, I'm still shopping. It'll take some time, but I know I have faith in me. I have faith in my fans. I have faith in all the crocheters and knit designers around me and the advice they give me that no matter what happens or how I go down that path, life's good. Life's okay. And it will turn yep. out just fine.
0: Wow. I so, think yeah. you made ec- excellent business decision. I think we could have a huge conversation about designs and designers and, you know, all the way around. Like that's, that's a whole another podcast, but I will let you know. It studio, really is. Yeah. Yeah. My studio is here. It is, it- so that- and ready for you whenever you want to come here. I mean, it's, I mean seriously, it's, it's just right over there. <laughs>
1: so it just, and I'll tell you, just, like, sort of just, when, if you had talked to me two years ago and said, hey, like, do you want to go do, someday do you want to do a class, you know, with a big company like Crafty? Oh, my yeah. gosh, my answer was like, yes, yes. Like, that yeah. is the ultimate dream, the ultimate goal. That's the end-all, be-all. Like, I would feel like I had made it in the industry, and I was just a bond if I could land a class with Crafty. And it took a very, very big glass of wine one night and a few tears as I looked at my husband and I said, I think I have to, at this point in my career, door's still open, but I think I have to look for other options when it comes to this. I, I Yeah, I was crying. But, yeah. it, but at the same time, I, I trust this industry and I trust the people I'm around. I trust the other designers that are giving advice. And I also trust attorneys and agents. So... Mm-hmm. We'll move forward, and it will be great. And I promise my audience I am bringing something. It will happen. And, you know, I'm just going to keep communicating with my fellow designers to see what that looks like. I but love it. I know I definitely have been, yeah, I'm definitely going to do some sort of designer course because I think that would be so much fun. I love yes.
0: designers. Yes. Oh, my yeah. gosh. I think that would be brilliant. I think that's brilliant. I think that's a great way uh, I think that's a great way to spread the love, and I just think you'd be really great at that. You're awesome. I love talking to you. I oh. I find your your um I love your tenacity. I like your your go-get'em spirit. I love your you know I'm just gonna give it the way it is, and this is where <laughs> I am. I mean, in a positive way. That's not a negative by any means. And I mean, just. Right everything about you I think you're fabulous I think you're so oh thank spot you. on when it comes, thanks it's spot on when it comes to you know you're really you're given like this like steroid pill to the crochet community with the whole infinity cables thing and it's fantastic um I love it I'm so thrilled for you and I think it is thank very you. smart for you to self-publish and keep doing what you're doing and let's just keep getting it out there um and spreading the word and this is one great way to do that uh but you know i mean not that i have a huge reach but i have something and anything i could do to help you i'm oh you totally have a huge
1: reach are you kidding
0: Uh, (laughs) it's it's i have you know what i have some of the best fans and and um, subscribers and friends and minions and i mean they are just i just love them they realize they just They're so supportive, and like even today on YouTube, one of them named Joe was telling me that when he has a hard day, he'll watch one of my podcasts, or not my podcast, one of my videos or whatever, and it just makes him happy, it just, you know, and I'm just like, wow, that, what a kind thing to say, you know, what a wonderful thing to say, and just warms my heart, so I have the best fans, uh, for sure, and um, speaking of the these, awesome, too. yes, go ahead, no,
1: I yeah, I I feel like sometimes you know like like when you have a bad day or you ha- you face a hard decision, I love that I have you and other designer friends to turn to to say, hey, you know like I I'm confused. What do you think? And yeah. it's it's so comforting to get feedback and for for everyone to say you know what you're you're doing the right thing, you're making the right decision, and it's going to be okay. And that's what wow. keeps us all going, I think. And and I love I love when I see fellow designers like. Fail and succeed. Like, sometimes I think we don't see the failures as much in public. But I'll you know, have a designer say, gosh, you know, this, this season hasn't been going so great for me design-wise, like, this and that. And, and, and then, you know, the next season, they're just, like, pumping it out. And they're, like, winning. And you're, like, yes, that is a fabulous design. That's incredible. And I love, like, posting on social media and giving hearts and giving likes. And this community is, you know, like, there, it's like any other community. There's good. There's bad. There's everything else. But for the most part, it is, it is fabulous. And I remember I asked you a question when I came to Colorado because I feel like you're so, you know, you're your name brand in this industry. You're very, very vested. And so you're the top. And, and you, my husband asked this question of someone in his industry and what, how his response was is what kind of came to be. And that question is, you know, now that you've been in this industry for a while – you know, what do you think of it? Are you jaded? Because my husband asked a very famous sports anchor when he first started out being a sports thinker, like, you know, what do you think of this industry? And the person he asked, who I'm not going to say because he's still a very, very big uh, football sports anchor, said that it sucks, basically, that he is very jaded and that at some point you would rather watch your son, your, your, your young, young child play soccer or football than watch these grown men just play ball. So, it, you know, made me, I remember it made him sad at the time going, wow, is this my future? Am I going to be that jaded someday to where I'm just like done with my career and I, I find it annoying? And I asked you that question. I said, you know, without everything and sometimes there's drama in the crochet industry or there's hard decisions, you know, do, you know what do you think? And your response was like, yeah, some of that stuff is there. I'm not going to lie. There's some stuff there, but. I love this industry and I love the people around me and I stay positive and I surround myself by positive people and you are not jaded at all. And that like, just because of what I experienced with, you know, the the sports anchor industry and all those contracts and all that stuff, it was so refreshing to hear someone who's a veteran in this industry and who's big in this industry say, you know what? It's awesome. And that's my new like, yeah, yeah. You know, I am invested in this. I want to stay invested in this. I'm in this for the long run. And thank goodness, I feel like you know, at some point, not everybody is cranky. But I mean, how can you be cranky? This is crochet,
0: knit, yarn, and wool. Like, seriously, those
1: are the most beautiful things ever. Yeah,
0: I just I not feel not really that way so too. High. Yeah, when I run into people who are jaded, because there's a couple, um, you know, I just, I like, I don't understand it. And like, I get to play with yarn and needles and talk to wonderful people who are, like, you just have this wonderful sort of endorphin thing that goes on as you're working with this stuff. And I I do. I love it. I love this industry so much. I love the people I work with. I love the people I get to interact with. Um, I often tell people if I won the lottery tomorrow, I would still be doing this because I love it that much right. I'm just blessed that I'm able to make a living out of it for how much I love it. Um, it's, it's, uh, it's pretty awesome. And, you know, and that's, that comes from a lot of hard work on both of our parts, obviously. And as long as people keep liking what we're doing, keep sharing what we're doing, keep, um, smashing that like button, you know what I mean? Like as long as that keeps, it just, it, 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 that's inspiring to me. I think the most is when people, um, Join me on Facebook Live or join me on YouTube or subscribe to YouTube or follow me on Facebook or you know what I mean? Like all of that stuff. I'm like, wow, somebody, yes. I feel like, is it Sally Field that was like, you like me? You really like me? Like that's how I feel. Yeah. So, yeah, because I mean, so minor.
1: I, yeah, it seems so minor to people, I think, to like your post, but I don't think that they understand how much it means for really us to, to have that because it, it yep. really does. Every time anyone hits like, It gives us the confidence to keep moving forward, and also it helps us gain a business to make it sustainable to take time away from
0: our families to do this. Yep. So it is a lot of hard work. It is. It is. Well, uh, Brianna, it's the time in the show that we give away a prize, and I know that you have a couple of prizes to give away, which is fantastic. So sit back for a minute, take a sip of water or something, because we've been talking a while. Uh, If this is Uh the first time you have ever listened or watched the Yarn Thing podcast with Marley Bird, welcome. You are um, welcome here anytime you want to join us when there's a live podcast. We have the most spectacular guests in the knitting and crochet industry, and sometimes other industries, we get uh, other people like, um, I don't know, Diana Gabaldon, author of the Outlander series. I don't know if you might have heard about that a little bit. Anyways, uh, we get lots of great guests, <laughs> and they always come on the show and give away prizes. We get one prize that's given away to a live listener, and one, and one uh, prize that's given away to somebody who leaves a comment on the show notes. Now, I'm going to start off here with the show notes. If you are watching the show, great, and there, maybe there's something that you missed or something you want to get a link to, you can find all of those on the show notes, and those are available at MarleyBird.com. All you do is go to MarleyBird.com, find the show notes for today's show with Brianna K, Brianna Kemper, and you'll see, uh, you'll see a brief synopsis of the show, some links some images maybe some other good stuff there I don't know Caitlin's the one that puts that stuff together at the bottom of those show notes you'll see where you're able to leave a reply or leave a comment what you're doing is you're leaving a comment one to say hey I listened to the show and two to enter for a chance to win a prize and her prize for leaving a comment will be um, three patterns of your choice from her her Ravelry shop so what happens here We have to change. Okay. You want to change it? Go ahead. We do.
1: Kate, Caitlin and I talked, we changed that because we did that before the book came out. We're actually going to give away the infinity crochet ebook. Oh, fantastic.
0: All right. Which I'm is gonna better. Update. That's way better. That's awesome. <laughs> Cause you know, people are going to be asking, can I get that? Um, so you are entering a comment that will include a keyword that Brianna will give us here in just a minute. And that keyword must be included in your comment on the show notes on marleybird.com For your chance to win. Once you leave your comment, you can go hang out, maybe catch up some old episodes, whatever you want to do. We always go back to the comments about two to three weeks after the original air date of the podcast, because we know that you have lives. We want to make sure you have a chance to go back and listen to shows and have a chance to win. In about two to three weeks, we'll go back to those comments, randomly select a winner, and we will give out that prize of the Infinity Crochet. Uh, is it a booklet? Should I call it a booklet? I just want I, it's more like than it's it's a pattern. book So five e-books. Okay. Um. So, we'll, there will be one winner from those comments? But you got to make sure you leave your comments. Where do you leave those comments? on marleybird.com on the show notes for today's show. I'm reiterating that because many of you will leave comments on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitter, on Ravelry and those aren't entered for, those are not your entry for a chance to win. You have to leave your comments on those show notes because that's where we go to randomly select a winner, okay? I can't be jumping around all these different places. I hope you understand. Um, so there's that. I have put a link to the show notes in the Facebook live post. We've put them in the blog talk radio notes. We've also put them in in the YouTube video description so you can find it wherever you want to look Um so there's your chance to win there but Brianna what is their keyword
1: their keyword is Netflix
0: Netflix where did that come yes, from
1: because this is the time of year especially with stranger things coming out that my yarn marries Netflix and they go together every night <laughs>
0: That's so funny. <laughs>
1: I can't. So, I love my evenings with my Netflix.
0: That is so cool. That is so cool. So Netflix, make sure you include the word Netflix in your comments on the show notes, you guys, and that will be your entry ticket to win. So I'm going to choose a winner from a previous podcast. But before I do that, I also want to mention, if you're listening live to the broadcast today, you can call in to the show. The guest call-in number is 347 539 5589 let me say that one more time pick up your phone don't be shy we won't bite i promise 347539 <laughs> 5589 when you pick up the phone and give us a call you're placed in a switchboard here on blog talk radio and um, let's see I put the call in number on the YouTube video notes as well everybody um, sorry I'm trying to keep this all balanced this is really difficult <laughs> when you call in your <laughs> phone number shows up on the switchboard I don't see names um, all I have here is a phone number and I'm able to have you on air on mute and, or disconnect you so I we will randomly select a winner from those of you who call in so pick up your phone give us a call 347-539-5589 and one winner will also win I'm guessing their the infinity crochet ebook is that correct yes yes Fantastic. All right. So we're going to give them a second to call in. And while we're doing that, I'm going to go back to my list here. Remember when I said I choose a winner about two to three weeks after the original air date. So several weeks ago, we had um, Amanda Perkins on the podcast. She called in all the way from England. If you remember, Amanda Perkins. And we talked about her new book, Rainbow Crochet Blankets and Afghans, um, so super beautiful, beautiful book. If you didn't get a chance to check it out, you really should go check it out because it was really super great. And um, she is offering, if I remember, I I said that she was offering a book and I was going to help her pay to get it over here because she had to send it from England and I felt really bad. I was like, I'm so sorry <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, so we have one lucky winner. The keyword was Queenie, like Queenie because she's known as Queenie Crochet. And uh, Sarah Dawn is the comment winner. It says Queenie Amanda. I have to say I love your username. Also, I'm so sorry the broadcast cut out for a bit. I wish there was a time to hear more. Dude, you know what? Sometimes these live radio things are a crapshoot. You never know what's going to happen. And when she's calling in all the way from England, it's like, oh, man. (laughs) So I was really (laughs) appreciative for Amanda to call in as well. We got it all to work out in the end. But Sarah Dawn, you're the lucky winner. Caitlin will email you um, and get your details. That way we can get the book sent to you um, right away. All right. So it's that easy, you guys, that easy to win. Three four seven five three nine. Five five eight nine is the guest call in number. Going over here to Blog Talk Radio, you have thirty-seven callers. Um, that's huge. That's so many callers. And I'm yeah. wondering if even more are gonna call in because I know that there's a delay on YouTube. So I don't know if they even have heard yet that they're supposed to call in. So maybe we just chat for just a little bit. Let those callers just hang out, just so we get a chance for the YouTube listeners yeah, to I- call in. All right. And I think so there's while Facebook delays, too. Oh, it does? Okay. So, see, we want to make sure they have a chance. So, we're just going to give them a little bit of time. And while we're doing that, um, why don't you tell – what's on your hook right now? Your yarn is still. I'm finishing that scarf.
1: And then um, and then I, everyone keeps bugging me to do one of these baby – is it a baby bunting
0: is that what they're called, like the cocoons? Oh. You stick a baby yeah, in I winter?
1: I baby cocoon, yeah.
0: Oh, but that would be pretty with the infinity crochet. That would be.
1: Yes, they want me to put infinity crochet on and do something like, I've had several testers, I, I think they're getting requests for it, for, you know, baby shower gifts, where they're like, I want to do one with infinity crochet. So I will probably oblige and whip something up. So that should be fun. And then I will never use it because I don't have babies, nor do we have winter. But I still love making all this stuff. It's
0: fun. It's I really probably just need to start making
1: bathing suits. Who knows? Florida. <laughs> so, yeah. You know, so What's on a- your house,
0: Marley? You know what? I am working on step-outs for videos for my new yarn. I've been working nonstop trying to put together um, all the step-outs for, like, some of the new patterns that I have coming out with the yarn. Uh-huh. Um and so I've been working a lot with that. But then this week was the big, the big reveal week, so to speak. It was the official release of the yarn. So I've been working. It diligently I know, right? I've been working diligently all week to get that prepped. Cause so yesterday was the big day of. Um, I had a Facebook live. I did two Facebook lives. I did one on Red Heart. I did one on mine. I did the YouTube stream. I recorded a video. And then next Tuesday, I go to Creative Bug, and I'm doing a Facebook Live at Creative Bug at 4 o'clock oh, Pacific fun. time. I know, we're talking about the yarn, and we're giving away a prize, a really big prize, so everybody is going to definitely want to be part of the Facebook Live uh, Creative Bug video that week, um, and that's November For sure. 7th yeah cuz it's a really 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 big prize and i'm also going to debut a brand new knit blanket that one of my best friends ann Burke, made for me using every single color of the Chic sheep yarn and it is Ooh. it is stunning and so it's going to be a free pattern on my website i'm going to show it at creative creative bug for the first time um so it'll be a big it'll be a big week next week i'm excited but uh so it's been it's been crazy busy here it's just it's insane uh you know but good good insane good stuff yeah oh yeah right.
1: and I'm so All excited that right. I can finally put that yarn label into my my Instagram photos me too <laughs> me
0: too and please, yes! lots of props and um one of the biggest questions people asked yesterday is you know how does it feel you know is it itchy and does it pill like and I told them I was showing them different things that I had worked on and I hadn't had any pilling, no problems with that yet. So um if you haven't either, no, go I haven't
1: either, go. no. Yeah, nice.
0: I haven't had any. No, that was great. All right, so I think uh it must have been announced on YouTube because now you have forty three callers. So now we're just we're oh, just gonna fun. randomly select the winner now. <laughs> so let's go ahead. I am going to scroll again. I'm scrolling all the way to the bottom, all the way to the top, and now I'm just going. You tell me to stop, that'll be the lucky winner. You want me to tell you when to stop? You tell me when. And stop. All right, hands up. All right, it stopped at eight. What is it? Eight five nine. Dyslexia almost kicked in. I was like five eight nine. <laughs> eight eight five nine. Eight, eight five nine. You're on the podcast. Hello. Hello. Hi. Who's this? This is Donna. Hi, Marley. Hi, Donna. How are you? I'm awesome. I love this podcast, and I love Brianna oh that's oh, so you. great <laughs> oh i love cable stitches so i'm so excited very oh, cool yay. have you had yes. a chance to try out the infinity crochet cables yet no i have not but i love crochet and i love cables and i know how to do it on knitting so i'm really excited about this oh. girl your oh, life yay. is I can't wait <laughs> Donna, where are you calling from i'm calling from kentucky kentucky i love oh. kentucky I love to. Have oh, you been I to like Kentucky too? It's beautiful there. I it's not. Beautiful. My son wants to go to the University of Kentucky and play basketball. I was like, "All right, kid, you got to grow like another two feet. We got to make this happen." <laughs> Don't, <laughs> Don't have my beautiful summer. fall in Kentucky? It's Doesn't
1: beautiful. Kentucky have,
0: like, like the gorgeous
1: trees that are all beautiful and orange and orange and yellow. Yep. Mm-hmm. Gorgeous. Wow. Wow, yep.
0: that is so cool. That is so cool. Well, and I Donna, used
1: to live in Florida, Brianna, so. <laughs> you can't get me away from my pool. I'm
0: <laughs> sorry. I love the colors. <laughs> yep, yep. Well, I love Colorado. So there, neener neener. <laughs> uh, Donna, congratulations! You are the lucky you. you. recipient of Infinity Crochet Cables. Oh. It's a wonderful ebook. It's available over on Ravelry. So those of you who are hanging out and just want to um, know more about this and maybe you didn't win you can go and check it out also I put a link in um, the show notes on Facebook on YouTube live uh, video description box but Donna you don't have to do that you're the lucky winner oh thank you hey congrats Thank so you, Donna, what you. I need you to do: uh, email me winner at yarnthingpodcast Include your Ravelry ID, and uh, I'll send that over to Brianna, and she'll send off yeah. your uh, your copy of the book as soon as possible.
1: Cool. Yeah, thank you so much.
0: Thanks for You're listening. I Can't yeah,
1: wait to see what you do. Yeah, have a great oh, day. You too. Thank you.
0: All right, bye, Donna. Bye so fun I love giving away prizes but not as much as I love the the show you are fantastic love everything you're doing I think you're brilliant I I really hope that everybody checks out infinity um crochet cables and follows you so let's give them all the different social media outlets that you are able to um not that you're able to that you partake in so that way they can follow along with you you want me to just
1: say them or link them? Absolutely.
0: Nope. Say them out loud. Let's let people know. Say
1: them out loud. All right. So I'm on Ravelry, of course. Also, my patterns are on Etsy and Crafty, as well as Love Crochet and Love Knitting, which are pretty much the same site. And then um, I'm on Facebook. I have a Facebook community group that I absolutely adore. It makes me smile every day. I love seeing what people do and and the happiness. It's just my happy place. And then um, I'm also on Instagram and Twitter. I'm not so great about, but I am on Twitter. But I love Instagram as well, too, because it's so visual. We're such visual people. So I think that's all. And and then I have a website, Com.
0: Fantastic. I love it. So I'm sure you're going to need a lot of people. And YouTube. And YouTube. They're all over. We're all over. We're all over. (laughs) Well, I wish you the greatest of success, my friend. And anytime you need anything from me, let oh, me know. I will so always much. share as much as I know. I mean, I don't know a lot, but I know something, so I can share what I do know. Ditto. Um, <laughs> I love it. I've had so much fun having you on the podcast. And when you do self-publish or you do put out those classes, let us know. We'll get you on the show as soon as possible. Sounds
1: great. Thank you so much, Marley. I really enjoyed being
0: on here today with you. Thank you, Brianna. I'll talk to you soon. All right. Bye, everybody. I absolutely adore her. She is so, so wonderful. Um, uh, Brianna K. designs, Brianna K. crochet. Um, She also does knitting. It's pretty darn fabulous. Um, And I hope you all will go and check her out as soon as you get a chance. Let me go ahead and hit our exit music here. There it is. I love that music. I'm going to say thank you to our lovely sponsors who I am just ecstatic that they have all been here for as long as they have Buffalo Wool Company, Creative Buck, Erin Lane Bags, Craftsy.com, Stitches.Events, and last but not least, Red Hot Yarns, where I'm a proud national spokesperson. And it's the home of Chic Sheep Yarn by Marley Bird. <laughs> you can find out more about the sponsors and Chic Sheep Yarn by visiting MarleyBird.com. Hope you enjoyed today's podcast. We will not have a show next week as I am traveling to the convention, but the following week we do have a show. So make sure you tune in, hit your reminders, like the Facebook page, subscribe to YouTube, and be a part of this awesome show. Thanks, guys. Back to soon. Bye!